for the one who also descended. He descended to the lowest part of the earth and he released those who were captured by the devil. He left the captivity captive and he gave gifts unto men. So that was the ministry because he said, I have come to give life and to give it more abundantly. When you read Mark chapter 16, verse 15 to 16, Mark chapter 16, when you read from verse 15 to 16, you will see the complimentary message of God. The Bible said, when Jesus arose from the dead, he said unto them, all power has been given unto me. Go ye into the entire world. Go and baptize everyone in the name of God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Those who believe, who believe in my name. And so that they will be able to escape the damnation of the devil. God said it again in Matthew chapter 28, when you read from verse 19 to 20. Through the message of salvation, God is contending for the soul of men. Through the message of salvation, by the laying down of the life of Jesus Christ, so that all of us who believe may be redeemed, so that all of us who believe may be saved from the contention, the domination of the devil. God said, go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things, Whatever so I have commanded you, and lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the earth. It is the message of salvation that you receive and that you are redeemed when you believe. And so, in the same way, in Luke 24, verse 47, God said that repentance and remission of sin should be preached in his name among all nations. Repentance. Remission of sins, repentance, and remission of sins to be preached through the message, the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. That is how, even though we are already in the kingdom, the enemy is still contending for our destiny. Even though Peter was already in the kingdom, the enemy was still contending for his destiny. And I pray for you this morning, every one of you that the devil is contending and competing with God over our life, God will prevail for us in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. The ministry of these two people, Jesus and the devil, is said, uh, is what I have just revealed to you, is captured by John 10, 10, that says the devil comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy, but Jesus comes to give life and to give it more abundantly. And how are we sure that there are two competing forces over our life. How are we sure? Competing authority, the authority of heaven and the authority of the kingdom of the devil. The kingdom authority and God's authority. These are the powers, these are the forces that are contending over our life, over our destiny. Even though you are a Christian, the Bible talks about Jesus when he was tempted. Jesus, the Son of God, and all of us are being tempted every day. The Bible says the devil came to him to tempt him. After Jesus prevailed, when you look at the account of the Bible, the Bible says, and the devil left him for a while. He left him for a while. He anticipated ever returning to him. When he returned to him, he returned to him through Peter and said, through Peter, and Peter said to Jesus, you must not go and die on the cross, you. You must not go and die on the cross. And Jesus said, ah, this is the devil. He has come back. Peter, you are not the one speaking. It's the devil that is speaking through you. Depart from me, from me because you do not show anything that is of God. And after that redemption of Peter, the devil left Jesus permanently. 
And so the devil does not give up. And that is why we know in Ephesians chapter 6, verse 12, the Bible says, For we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against power, against the rulers of the darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. That is the force that is contending with our destiny. Spiritual wickedness, powers, wickedness all over the places. How do they do this? They capture people. They kidnap people. They do all kinds of things to people. They paralyze the joy of people. Competing. Competing. Some people in the day of their marriage, that is the day the devil will stand against them. The day of their birth, that is the day the devil will stand against them. He will afflict some people with ill health, with sickness, that they will be contending with forever. Some people, he will afflict them. You will never marry. You don't know. These are forces that you are dealing with. And then you come into the place of prayer to ask God to deliver you. How do we do that? In 2 Corinthians chapter 10, when you read from verse 10 to 6, 2 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 10 to 6, the Bible says, though, For though we walk in the flesh, we do not wrestle, we do not war after the flesh. For though you see me physically, my warfare, the engagement of my battle is not with a physical human being that I can see with my naked eye. The Bible says, for though we walk in the flesh, we do not walk after the flesh. For the weapons of our warfare, they are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of, of stronghold, casting down imagination and every high thing that exalted itself against the knowledge of God and bringing into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ and having in Readiness to revenge all disobedience when our own obedience is fulfilled. Today, the Lord God, the God who says, vengeance belongs to me, he will avenge for you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. How do we contain again? How does the enemy contain against us? How do we also contain against the enemy? The Bible says, in 2 Corinthians, 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 13. 1 Corinthians 16, 13. Containing, you are here this morning also to contend with the devil who is contending with your life. God said, I will contend with those who are contending with you. I will stand against those who are standing against you. You remember the word of God that said that to you? We will see it in a moment. I will contend. So, in 1 Corinthians chapter 16, verse 13. 13, the Bible says, watch ye, stand fast in the faith, quit you like, quit you like men, be strong, watch ye, stand fast in faith, let everything be done, don't be afraid, stand against the kingdom of darkness, Jude chapter 1, verse 13, Jude 1, 3, Jude 1, 3, the Bible says, and we exhort you, that you should honestly contain for the faith which was once delivered unto you. You are expected as a child of God to be courageous, to stand up, to express your faith in God and believe that this battle is of the Lord. If you remember Jehoshaphat, the enemy came against Jehoshaphat. They were not the ones that went against the enemy. The enemy came to invite them to battle. The enemy was contending for the peace of the nation. They engaged the, the, the nation of Judah over. They engaged the enemy. The enemy engaged the, the nation of Judah over, over, over their peaceful existence. 
They didn't want to fight, but the enemy wants to fight them. Just like every one of us, Christians don't want to fight. Oh, you must be as gentle as a, as, as a dove and be as wise as a serpent. We don't fight, but we fight. We fight in the place of war. We fight, we fight spiritual warfare. So we engage, we contain. So it's first Samuel chapter 4, verse 8 to 9. The children of the Philistines, when they heard the noise in the camp of the nation of Israel, they said they are finished. Who would deliver us from this God? Who would deliver us? And today, God will arise for you again. The enemy will hear the voice of your God in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. In Isaiah 54, verse 15, Isaiah 54, verse 15, we are talking about how do we contain against evil desires from hell? How do we contain against evil desires? You fight, you stand up, you are strong. And then you engage in the place of prayer. How do you contain? Isaiah 54, 15. The Bible says, Behold, they shall surely gather together. But not by me. Whosoever shall gather together against thee shall fall for your sake. Example of areas of our life where there is competition, where there is contention. Your blessing. The word of God tells us Abraham was blessed by God. God said, I will make you a blessing. I will bless you. Whosoever bless you also will be blessed. Genesis chapter 12, verse 1 to 3. But do you remember in Numbers chapter 23, when you read from verse 7 to 8, 20 to 23, we see particularly in verse 7, and the Bible says in Numbers 23, verse 7 to 8, Balak took Balaam and asked him to cause a nation that had been blessed. And he took up this parable and said, Balak, the king of Moab, have brought me from Aram out of the mountains of the east, saying, Come, cause me Jacob, and come, defy Israel. Come and cause this nation for me. Come and cause these people. These are people that God has blessed through the days of Abraham. These are the children of Abraham. And the devil said, Come and cause them. And Balaam said, ah, ah, how can I cause those whom God has blessed? Don't you know that God has blessed these people? Look at verse 8. How shall I cause whom God has not caused? How shall I defy whom God has not defied? But the devil will not give up. When you read it down to the end of that passage, you will see continuously the orchestration of the devil not giving up to try as much as possible to cause the nation of Israel. Our awareness. The Bible does not want us to be, it, the devil does not want it to be well with us. The plan and the desire of God through Jesus is clearly expressed. In Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 11, I know my plan towards you, the plans of good and not of evil, and to give you an expected end. That is the plan of God. That is the desire of God for our business, for our marriage, for our home, for everything that pertains to us. But the devil hates that. The devil hates that. Compare that message of God in Jeremiah 29, verse 11 to 13. God said, I know my thought, I know my plan and my thought towards you, thought of good and not of evil, to give you an expected end. He goes on to say, Then shall you call on me 
and you shall go and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you. Look at the beautiful plans of God. I know my plans towards you. The plans of good and not of evil. To give you an expected end. When you come to me and you pray unto me, I will hearken unto you. I will answer your prayer. What a mighty, a glorious, excellent, glorious desire of God for his children. But look at what the devil is doing against the children of God. In Luke chapter 13, when you read from verse 11 to 16, compare that plan of God in Jeremiah 29, verse 11 to 13, to what the devil does in Luke chapter 11, chapter 13, Luke chapter 13, verse 11 to 16. Jesus is the one who revealed to us again. Thank God for Jesus. There was a daughter of Abraham. When you say a daughter of Abraham, you are talking about a Christian, a child of God who is in bondage, who, who was captured by the devil. And some of us have been captured. And that is why you come here this morning to come and pray. Even though you are a Christian, your marriage has been captured, your joy has been captured, your business has been captured, your children have been captured, your destiny and your future have been captured. But this day, the Lord who releases his people from captivity will release you. In Luke chapter 13, Luke chapter 13, 11 to 16, there was the story of a woman who had been captured for 18 years. And was held bound. The devil just held her bound like this. The woman cannot stand up. And Jesus came on the Sabbath day and healed her. And the enemy came and said, Why must you release this woman? They were even querying Jesus, Why must you release her? And Jesus said, Ah, uh -uh. can't you see that it's the devil? If you look at what the Bible says, look at what the Bible says in verse 16. The woman, the Bible says, Woman, have been released, and Jesus said, And up not this woman, being a daughter of Abraham, whom Satan have bound. Can you see? Satan bound her, even though she's a daughter of Abraham. Why must she not be released? Every one of you who have been bound today, the Lord will release you. The Lord will release your marriage, the Lord will release your destiny, the Lord will release your joy. The Lord will release your prosperity. The Lord will release your promotion. Every one of you that the enemy is computing and contending over their destiny today, as God released this woman, God will release you again in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Matthew 17, 21 to 27, but the same story is reported in Luke chapter 9, when you read from verse 37 to 42, especially verse 38 and 42. That was the story of a young man, a young boy. The devil captured this boy, and what the devil does to him, he will torment him. Once in a while, the boy will be healed. He will think everything is normal. He will be going back to his normal life. Suddenly, he will go back again. He will be healed again. He will go back again. In some cases, the devil will throw him into fire. And the boy, it will be so difficult for the boy. The situation of the boy will be so difficult. Suddenly, the devil will bring him out of the fire and throw him into water. Peace today, crisis tomorrow. Peace today, crisis tomorrow. That was the lifestyle of the boy. He's here today, sickness tomorrow. Here today, sickness tomorrow. What kind of life is that? You succeed today, you are down tomorrow. You succeed today, you are down tomorrow. And they brought this boy to Jesus. And you remember, this is what Jesus said. 
The Bible says in verse 40, 38 and 40, 42, Luke chapter 9, 38, 39 and 42, the Bible says the only child of the man who was being tormented by the devil, throwing him in and out of fire and water. Our health. If you read third John verse third John chapter one verse two, God expresses his desire over our head. Beloved, how I wish above all things. That's the desire of God that thou mayest prosper and be in health, even as thy soul prospereth. Desire of God. But what is the desire of the devil? The devil is the cause of sickness. He gives all kinds of things to afflict us with sickness. But God said, I am the Lord that healed thee. Exodus chapter 15, verse 26. Exodus 15, 26. In Exodus 23, verse 25 to 26, God promised to bless our bread and water. That is the desire of God. God promised to bless our bread and water. God is always doing good. God hates sickness. But the devil likes people that are afflicted with sickness. Two different desires competing over our life. In 1 Peter chapter 1, verse 24, God said, by his stripes we were healed. So, in 3 John verse 1, chapter, chapter 1, verse 2, God said, how I wish above all things that thou be in hell and thy soul prosperous, even as your health also. And so, this morning, it is not just our health that God wants to prosper. He wants us to prosper in money, in riches, in abundance. Thank you, Holy Spirit. God just reminded me to tell somebody here what he told me before I arrived here. He said, you are looking for, you have taken a bucket to go and take water. He said, I'm not giving you a bucket, but I'm giving you an ocean. I'm giving you an ocean. He said, bucket will not be sufficient enough for you to take it. You capture that if you have not had anything. If you have not taken anything, take that home. That is directly from God to you. And the person is here. I have delivered the message to you. I will repeat it again. God said, bucket is not enough for you. I'm giving you an ocean. Prosperity. According to Psalm 35, verse 27, the Bible says, let them shout for joy and be glad that favor my righteous cause. Yea, let them say continually, let the Lord be magnified which have pleasure in the prosperity of his people. The desire of God for us is to prosper. But the devil hates prosperity. That is why when you read Psalm 73, verse 1 to 12, Psalm 73, verse 1 to 12, and verse 16 to 19, you will see what is called the prosperity of fools. They do all kinds of things to get money. They gain the witch of God. So God, the devil captures them when they are seeking money by ungodly method. God gives us prosperity. He has promised us. In other fact, when you read Isaiah 45, God said, I will give you the hidden riches of secret places. The treasure 
or secret places, the riches of darkness. God has made that promise. But the devil will turn everything upside down to some people. So that is why you see some people committing armed robbery, do internet scam, killing people, kidnapping, shedding blood to make money. And he holds them in bondage in the name of prosperity. They make money by all means and enemies. And so the devil holds them in bondage. But God said, Beloved, I wish above all things that thou mayest prosper. That is the desire of God. When God says that, what does God do? Isaiah 45, verse 3 says, I will give you treasures of darkness and hidden riches of secret places. And which above all things that thou will prosper, and I will give you riches where you don't even know where they exist. That is the desire of God. And so, in Psalm 75, verse 6 to 7, Psalm 75, verse 6 to 7, the Bible says, promotion does not come from anywhere. It comes from God alone. What about our peace? The Bible says Jesus is the Prince of Peace. He is our peace. But the devil hates peace. Isaiah 9, verse 6, the Bible says his name shall be called the Prince of Peace. In John 14, 27, Jesus said, I leave my peace with you, not as the world giver. Do I give you my peace? I give you my peace. Don't let your heart be troubled. Can you contrast the peace of God with the agonies that the devil inflicts on the children of, of God? Let me give you an example. In Exodus chapter 1, verse 12 to 14. Exodus chapter 1, verse 12 to 14. Jesus said, I am the Prince of Peace. But look at what the devil does to the children of Israel. But when they were in the land of Egypt, the devil held them in bondage. And as they grew, the devil became very angry against them. And he grew the devil. And in verse 14, the Bible said, and they made the children of Israel and their life to be bitter. The Bible says the devil likes the life of people to be bitter. Jesus wants life. You can read that in Exodus chapter 1, verse 12 to 14. And I've just read verse 14 for you. The Bible says they made the children of Israel and their life to be bitter. That is the ministry of the devil. He comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. I said to you this morning, the devil will not prevail over you. The devil will not take your joy. Joy. God wants us to have joy. Joy like a river. That is the purpose of God over our life. But the devil has joy. And anybody who has joy, either in your marriage, in your business, in your finance, over your children, the devil wants to tamper with your joy. And that is the competing forces. And that is why you must never sleep. That is why you must never sleep. That is why you must never sleep. In the place of prayer, the enemy is contending with the destiny of people, their family, and their children. In Luke chapter 7, when you look at the story of the widow of Nail, this woman just lost her husband. And the only boy that is left for this woman, the devil decided to kill her, to kill him. It was on their way. Luke chapter 7, when you read from verse 11 to 16, Luke 7, 11 to 16, I'm talking about God gives joy and the devil hates joy and gives bitterness and sorrow. So Jesus encountered the corpse 
I said, ah, ah, this is a young boy. Why must this young boy die? And he touched the prayer and asked the young boy to stand up. And he handed over the joy of the mother unto the mother. Somebody was telling me yesterday, it was my assistant. He said, ah, children never grow old in the hands of their mothers. Hey! So if you are 90 years old and your mother is still alive, no matter how old you are, the, 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 the joy of a mother is still over that child. No matter how old. I remember when I graduated from law school, I fell in, it was fever. And my mother in the village had, I was already an adult, over 32 years old. My mother rushed to Lagos. I learned that you were sick. And I said, who told you that you were sick, that you had to call? The love of mother. But the devil liked to kill John. Every attempt of the devil to kill your jaw, the Lord will prevail for you. In the name of the Lord Jesus, God wants us to be fruitful. Fruitfulness is the lot of the children of Israel. Isaiah 65, verse 20 to 23, God said, you will not labor in vain. Isaiah 65, verse 20 to 23, write it down. Get home and read it. It is for you. The enemy has destiny fulfillment. I, I round up now with this. The enemy has destiny fulfillment. The plans of the devil is to destroy destiny, but the plans of God is to fulfill it. In Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 5, God said, Jeremiah, while you are still in the womb, I already have a plan for you. That is my destiny for you. That is my plan for you. But do you see, in Jeremiah chapter 1, in Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 5, God said, while you are still in the womb, I separated you unto myself, that you may fulfill destiny. But in verse 19, look at what the devil is doing. In Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 19, Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 19, The Bible says in Jeremiah chapter 1 verse 19, they will fight against you, but they will not prevail against you. Who are they fighting? The one that God said he has already separated unto himself. Is that not so? Can you see two competing desires? And they will fight against thee, but they will not prevail. I say over you this morning, they will fight against you, but they will not prevail. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, destiny, Peter, We'll be talking about Peter. The destiny of Peter was contended for. Thank God, God pray for him. What about Paul? The destiny of Paul. The Bible says he made a chief wreck of the church. He was a vessel already chosen by God before the foundation of the earth, before the foundation of the earth. But the devil took over the destiny of, of Paul, and he was wrecking and fighting the God who already has a plan for his life. Hi, the devil is a bad devil. When they killed Stephen, the Bible says Paul was the one who was given coverage to the people. Given coverage, cheated them. And he went about arresting innocent children. But can you imagine? In Acts chapter 9, verse 15, God said, It's a chosen vessel for me. And yet, the devil contended for his destiny so much. Daniel! What was the problem with Daniel? Daniel has, the Bible said, excellent spirit was on Daniel. Daniel does not offend anybody. He doesn't offend anybody. 
It is when you have a destiny to fulfill that the devil is against you. And what was it? The Bible says they have looked for everything that they could accuse Daniel with. They couldn't find any. They said the only thing we can accuse him with is if we stop him from going to church, if we stop him from praying, it's only in the place of his God that you can find offense against Daniel. And Daniel said, if that is so, you find offense against me about my God, if you do not pray and you stop, if you ask Daniel not to pray, that is the only way we can get him arrested. And so they make a decree and they said, anybody who makes prayer to God has offended the God of Babylon. And so Daniel said, if that is the case, I will go and pray to my God. And so they wanted the destiny of Daniel to be destroyed. What did they do to Daniel? They threw him. Just because he was praying to where? To where? To where? Inside the days of lions. For just a man praying, he has not committed any offense. But what did the lion or tribes of Judah do? He shot the mouth of the lion. Every lion that wants to divorce you today, God will shut their mouth. Now, how can we foreclose the desire of the enemy? How can we prevent the desire of the enemy over our life? Number one, submit to the authority of Jesus over your life and resist the devil. Number one, submit unto God. As you have come this morning, submit unto God. James 4, 7. James 4, 7. Submit unto God. Receive the devil. He will flee from you. Exodus 32, 26. Exodus 32, 26. The Bible says, Who is on the Lord's side? Let them come unto me. The Bible says, The house of labor, they separated themselves unto God. Submit yourself unto God. When you submit yourself unto God, God takes over your battle. God takes over the competing of the forces. Because Jesus, we are talking about when the devil thought he has captured Jesus. They kill him, they bury him, and on the third day, what did he do? He rose from the dead. We are talking about the triumphant God who overcame death, who overcame grave, who overcame sickness, who overcame poverty, who overcame everything that is of the devil. Today, he will overcome for you. Number two, Plead your case in the place of prayer. Plead. When you read New Living Translation, Jesus said concerning the attempt of the devil, he said, I have pleaded for you before God. New Living Translation of Luke chapter 22, verse 31 to 32. Jesus said, I have pleaded for your case. So plead your case before God this morning. Number three, engage God in prayer. Engage God in prayer over your destiny. You remember when they said Daniel should not pray? Daniel went to the place of prayer because he knows that God will defend him. Engage. The Bible says the effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much. James chapter 3, James chapter 5, verse 13 to 16. James chapter 5, 13 to 15. Number four, believe God that he will not forget. Believe God that he will not forsake you to the desire of Satan. I love that. God will not hand you over to your enemy. He rescued Daniel from the lion's den. In Daniel chapter 6, 20 to 22, he rescued Daniel from the lion's den. He rescued Peter from the desire of Herod to kill him. 
The desire of Herod to behead Peter. This same Peter that we are talking about. The devil is a bad devil. He doesn't have sympathy for anyone. God rescued Paul from the hostage of the devil. He delivered Chadrach, Meshach, and Abednego from the fiery flames of fire. So if he does that to these people who submitted to him, how much more will he not do it for you? So it's time for us to go and pray. But before we pray, we are going to be praying for the next 50, for the next 30 minutes. And we'll be leading you in prayer. So, but before we begin to pray, I want you to bow down your heads this morning. Whether you are watching virtually or you are in-house, in all you need to do this morning is to surrender the battle to the God who fights for a man, who took over the battle of Jericho and asked him to come and take over. But first, number one, he said, Lord, I hand over my life to you. I hand over my, my entire destiny to you. Take over my life this morning. And please don't pray that prayer. Pray that prayer. Say, Lord, I surrender. I come onto your side. I can't fight my battles for myself. I yield to you. I yield to you. I yield to you. This morning, pray to God. And if you have not yet surrendered your life to Jesus, whether you are watching physically or virtually, put your right hand on your chest and say this after me. Lord Jesus, that is if you want to surrender your life to Jesus now. Take that decision because that is where your victory begins. If you do not surrender your life to Jesus, he will not take over. It's because Daniel, Paul, Peter, and the rest of them, and even Moses, surrendered their, their lives to Jesus, to God, for God to take over their battle. The devil wanted to destroy the destiny of Moses. He allowed him to kill a child so that he would not fulfill his destiny. But God took over that destiny. So this morning, you want to say, Lord, I surrender my life wherever you are, whether in the house or virtually. Put your right hand on your chest and say this after me. Lord Jesus, I accept you from today as my Lord and Savior. I acknowledge my sins that I've committed against you. I come to you for forgiveness and for mercy. Please have mercy upon me for everything that I have done wrong in life. Watch me clean by your blood. Write my name in the book of life. And Lord, give me your Holy Spirit to begin to dictate my life, to pilot my life, to direct my life. From today, I make a promise and a pledge. I will follow you all the days of my life. Father, by your grace, please do not allow me to go back to the world, to go back to my sin, to go back to my vomit. Take over my life and my destiny from this moment on. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. And so, Father, for all of those who have prayed the prayer of salvation and remission for their sins and acceptance of Jesus upon their lives, Father, we bring them before you this morning. Please, Lord, as you had mercy upon Paul and you brought him back to yourself, Lord Jesus, today, have mercy upon them in Jesus' name. No matter how, how deep their sins may be, no matter what the level of their unrighteousness, the blood of Jesus is able to watch them clean. Father, therefore, please make them whole 
and white as snow in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Write their name in the book of life. Give them assurance of salvation. Let your Holy Spirit begin to dominate their life. Don't permit them to go back to the world. Don't permit them to go back to their sins. From today, let them become children of God. Even as we all pray together now, Father, please answer all our prayers. For in Jesus' wonderful name, we have prayed. Amen and amen. Please rise up on your feet. It's time to pray. The next 30 minutes we'll be praying. And please, I don't want to beg you. I have preached the message. It is now left for you to pray. Lift up your voice unto God. And thank God for all that the Lord has done ever since day one of the joy in the morning and all the miracles and all the blessings, all the victories that you have ever received from God. Now open your mouth and praise and appreciate and give glory on and on to God for all the blessings that you have received. If you do not know how to thank God, you will not be able to get another miracle. Before Jesus brought out Lazarus from the grave, the first thing he did was he thanked his father. He said, Father, I thank you that you always hear me. Even before he rose up Lazarus from the grave. So you must be able to appreciate God for your sleeping and waking up. Since January up to now, God has preserved your life. You must be able to appreciate God. Give him glory. Give him honor. Last month, God answered your prayer. This month, God has preserved you, and you are here now. Open your mouth and appreciate God. Tell him you are grateful. Tell him you are grateful. Tell him you are grateful for all that he has done, all the miracles, all the blessings that he has given unto you. Thank him for it. Blessed be your name, O God. We are grateful for all that you have done for us in the time past and what you will do again. Unto you alone, be glory and honor. Receive all the worship. Receive all the glory. Thank you, eternal Father, for in Jesus' exalted name, we have prayed. I want you to pray. I want you to believe one thing. God will answer your prayer this morning. There is no other way for me to tell you that. God will answer your prayers. Therefore, I encourage you to pray. I encourage you to pray. You are going to lift up your voice. Prayer number two. Decisions to be on God's side. Say, Father, I have decided for the rest of my life to be on your side. Therefore, Father, accept me to be your own. In the name of Jesus, I have decided to be your child. Accept me to yourself. Open your mouth and pray. Oh, Lord, my God, I have taken a decision. My decision is to be on your side for the rest of my life. Lord, be the banner over my life. Be the protection over my life. Let your mercy be upon me all the days of my life. I have taken a decision. My decision is to be on your side, not to be on the side of the devil. I will serve you. I will love you. I will obey you all the days of my life. Like the house of Ella, they're like the children of Levi surrender their life to you and they were on your side according to Exodus 32 26. I am on your side today and I will be on your side forever oh Lord my God take over my battle the battle of my life and Lord arise on my behalf I am on your side Lord my children my family I bring everybody on your side I bring everyone on your side Lord 
Accept me unto yourself. Thank you, Almighty Father. Glory be to your name. In Jesus' name, we are praying. Say, Father, scatter those who gathered against me. All of those who gathered against me who are competing for my destiny. According to Isaiah 54, verse 15, you said they will surely gather. But those who gather against me, who are not gathered because of you, let them be scattered because of me. Say, Father, all those who gathered against my life, contrary to your purpose and plan, let them be scattered in the name of Jesus Christ. Open your mouth and pray. Everybody that gathers against me, against my destiny, against my children, who are competing for my destiny, that I will not finish, that I will not see my children's children, that my joy will not be full. Those who are fighting my joy, those who are fighting my peace, those who are fighting my progress, those who gathered against me, contrary to the will of God, Father, let those who gathered against me and every member of my household, let them be scattered for my sake. Let those who are gathered against me, let them be scattered for my sake. Thank you so much, Father. For in Jesus' name, we are praying. Hey, Father, I want you to pray that prayer. Because the day hell gathered over Peter. Peter did not know. As we are here, we are here gathered together. Your enemies also gather somewhere you do not know. But God said, they will surely gather. Uh -uh. That is the word of God. Isaiah 54, verse 15. God said, they will gather. But because they are gathering is not of him. He said, everyone who gathered against you will be scattered for your sake. Lift up your voice and say, Father, everyone that gathers against my destiny, against my future, against my health, against my joy, against my family, in the name of Jesus, let them be scattered for my sake. Open your mouth and pray. All of those who gathered against me, against my marriage, against my peace, against my health, against my finance, against my ministry, against your work, against everything that you have given unto me, as they gathered against Daniel, as they gathered against Peter, as they gathered against John, as they gathered, as they gathered against Moses, everyone who gathered against me, as they gathered against Chadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, as they gather, Father, let them be scattered. Haman gathered against Mordecai, and they gathered against the children of Israel to destroy them. God is the one who said they will gather. Everyone who gathers against my life, against my family, against my career, against my children, against my ministry, against my destiny. Oh no, let them be scattered. Thank you so much, Father. In Jesus' name, we are praying. Prayer number four. Prayer number five. 
The Bible says, no weapon formed against you will prosper. Isaiah 54, verse 17. The Bible says, when they gather, what they gather to do is to fashion some weapons, weapons of destruction against you. But the Bible says, every weapon that the enemy fashion against you will not prosper. Say amen to that. Say, Father, as they gather together, as they gather together, let every weapon of the enemy fashion against me never prosper in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and pray. If you have your Bible, you can look at Isaiah 54, verse 17. Say, Father, you have assured me in your word, according to Isaiah 54, 17, that whatsoever their weapon against me shall not prosper. Every tongue that rises up against me, Father, let them be condemned. Oh, Lord God Almighty, fulfill your words over my life. Fulfill your words over my life. But in the coming day, no weapon formed against me shall ever succeed. In the name of the Lord Jesus, my Lord and my God, let the weapon of the enemy never succeed against me. Let them never succeed against me. Let them never succeed against me. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ, let them never succeed. Let them never succeed. Let them never succeed. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name, we are praying. Isaiah 49, verse 25. Don't put me. I want the scriptures on the board. Isaiah 49, verse 25. We are praying now. The whole, this is the whole essence of our coming together. Those who are competing for your destiny. When we are competing, when we are struggling, sir, come. I want two people. Two people, come. Two people. I want two people here. I just want to do an illustration. Now, two people. You stay here. You stay here. This is the one, this is the person we want to promote. We are not going to destroy her. Stand very well, my sister. Now, this is the devil. This is God. Competing. We are competing for the prosperity of this woman. We are saying, the devil is saying she must not succeed. The devil is saying all her business must collapse. The devil is saying anything about this woman must be sorrow. But God said, I have come to bless this woman. So, the devil holds her in one hand, and I held her in one hand. We are competing. Can you see? Can you see? Can you see? Can you see? This is why we are here. It's not a laughing matter. This is what goes on in the spirit realm. Competing for the destiny. And that is the whole message which I have shown to you. Isaiah 49, verse 25. But don't say the Lord, even the captives of the mighty shall be taken away and the prey of the terrible shall be delivered. For I will contend with them that contend with thee. And I will do what? I will save you. Lift up your voice and say, Father, everyone that is contending for my destiny, contend with them. Open your mouth and pray. Everyone contending with my destiny, my joy, my prosperity, my breakthrough, my advancement, the fulfillment of my years. Everybody contending, contending, contending. You promise you will contend with them. Father, contend with them, contend with them, contend with them, contend with them. Everyone contending. 
struggling with my destiny, who are saying I will not make it, who are saying my children will not make it, who are saying my ministry will not prosper. Everywhere they have been contending, they are struggling, they gather together, they are fighting over my destiny. Arise from me, O God. Arise from me, O God. Arise from me, O God. Arise, arise, arise. Thank you, Almighty Father. Glory be to your name. For in Jesus' name, we are praying. So, when the devil came to God over Job, you remember the story of Job that I showed to you earlier on in Job chapter 1? When you read from verse 6 to 12, that was where the application was made, especially in verse 7 to 8. But the devastation happened in verse 13 to 20. Quickly, let me illustrate this to you. So, application was made to God by the devil. Can I have the life of Job? And God said, for what? Why do you want to have the life of Job? Okay, don't have his life. You can touch him. But don't touch his life, just leave it. That was the request that that was the partial grant that God gave to, to the devil over Job. And you know the devil does not have mercy. He destroyed Job. And there was nothing left for Job other than his own life. Everything about Job, it was only his life that was left. So the application was made again over Peter. And God said, No, I am not going to grant this application over Peter. Because Peter has been revealed as the pillar of the church. Upon this revelation, I will build my church. The gates of hell will not prevail against it. And the devil is still making an application to destroy Peter. So the prayer you want to pray this morning is that whatsoever the application that the devil has made to God over your life, that the heaven will reject it. That the heaven will not accept it. And so the prayer number seven, we are going to pray. You will say, Father, reject, refuse, disallow all the applications of Satan over my life. Say, Father, reject, refuse, disallow all the application of Satan over my family, over my life. Reject, refuse, disallow. Oh, Lord, my God. Father, I pray in the name of Jesus with emphasis I belong to you, my Lord and my God. Let not the desire of the devil over my life ever come to pass. Therefore, Father, reject, refuse, disallow every application of the devil over my children, over my family, over my household. Therefore, Father, in the name of Jesus, Father, reject, refuse, disallow the application of Satan to sit me like a wheat. Oh Lord, please reject, refuse, disallow all the application of Satan to sit me, to sit my family, to afflict my life in the name of Jesus. Reject, refuse, disallow it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you so much, Father. Blessed be your name. In Jesus' name, we are praying. That thing, I don't know whether you should repeat that prayer because I want you to pray with understanding. Father, refuse, reject, disallow the application of Satan to afflict my destiny, to afflict my finance, to afflict my health. 
to afflict my fruitfulness, to afflict my progress. Refuse, reject, disallow. Be very specific. In any area where the devil is affecting your life, open your mouth and pray. Afflicting your life with stagnancy, with ill health, with lack, with poverty, reject, disallow, refuse. Oh Lord, every, every application of the enemy to make me a better woman, refuse the application. To disallow it, oh God, disallow it, oh God, to allow the enemy never to allow his reign over my life, but I refuse, refuse, refuse the application. Thank you so much, Father. In Jesus' name, we are praying. Prayer number eight say, Father, I belong to you. I say with emphasis, I say with emphasis, I repeat it, oh God, I belong to you. I do not belong to Satan. Do not let Satan seat me from your family. Do not let Satan take me away from your hand. Open your mouth and pray. I belong to you, Lord. My family belongs to you. My children belong to you. Do not permit the devil so take me away from your hand. Father, do not permit the devil as the devil took away Job. Oh Lord, do not permit the devil. Do not permit the devil. Do not permit the devil. My beloved brothers and sisters, open your mouth and pray. Open your mouth and pray. Pray, 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 pray. Thank you so much, Father. In Jesus' wonderful name, we are praying for you to have an understanding of prayer. Now, in, in Genesis chapter 20, you can read it when you get home. Abimelech took the wife of Sarah and wanted, and the wife of Sarah is the wife of the high priest of God. Abimelech innocently, innocently took the wife of Sarah the wife of Abraham, and wanted to have sex with her. He didn't know Sarah belongs to Abraham because Abraham has said that she's my sister. In the night, when they were about to do the thing, God suddenly came to Abimelech. He said, if you touch this woman, this woman that is naked, that you want to have sex with, if you touch her, you are a dead man. And so, God frustrated every plan of Abimelech to have sex. And when God came to Abimelech, God said, I am the one that frustrated your plan. That didn't allow you to offend me. So in the same way, God frustrated Balaam, Balaam and Balak to cause the children of Israel. And so this is why I want you to pray this morning. Say, Father, every plan of the enemy to have me, to take me away, to take my joy away, Father, frustrate them. Frustrate all the plans of the enemy. Frustrate every plan of Satan against my life. Frustrate the desire of her. Frustrate the desire of her. Frustrate it. Father, nullify it. Father, cancel it. Every plan of her. Father, please frustrate. Cancel it. The desire. 
the desire of the devil, the desire, uh -uh, the plans of hell, frustrate it, cancel it, destroy it. Thank you so much, Father. Blessed be your name, O oh God. For in Jesus' wonderful name, we are praying. Say, Father, it is your divine intervention that saved Peter. You are the one that prayed for Peter by your divine intervention. Say, Father, divinely intervene in my life. I surrender to you as you intervene in the life of Peter. As you intervene in the destiny of Peter, intervene in my destiny. Father, now intervene, 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 intervene. This is the most important prayer, and you are not praying. Father, you are the one that intervened for Peter. You are the one that said, Simeon, Simeon, the devil wants to destroy you, and you intervene, intervene over my family. Intervene over my children against every plans of the devil. Father, intervene. Arise for me, O God. Arise for me, O God. Intervene, O Lord my God. Intervene. 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 I welcome your divine intervention in all my family affairs. Over my children, over my business, over my ministry. I want divine intervention. Oh Lord, my God. Even when I don't know it, oh Lord, arise for me, oh God. That is what is called divine intervention. Even when you don't know, invite God into your situation, invite God into your destiny, invite God into your future. Oh Lord, over my family, over my children, over my career, over my ministry. I welcome your intervention, oh God. I ask you to pray. Prayer, we are in the place of war. Hey, <laughs> we are in the place of war. You are not praying as a warrior. You are not praying as a warrior. We are in the place of war. Thank you so much, Father. In Jesus' name, we are praying. Say, Father, I have come to the point I have come. Say, Father, I have come to the climax of this meeting. It was your prayer. Open your mouth, say it loud and clear. How many of you are here? Say, Father, it is your prayer, or it was your prayer that delivered Peter from destruction when you pray for him. Say, Father, I lift up my head. I lift up my hand. I lift up my head, my head, unto heaven. And I lift up my hand. Pray for me, oh God. As you pray for Peter, pray for my family, pray for my destiny, rescue me. You pray for Peter. Oh Lord, my God, I command, oh Lord, today, let the heaven pray for me. I lift up my hand for prayer. I raise up my hand for prayer. Oh Lord, pray for my children. Pray for my family. Pray for my wife. Pray for my destiny. Pray for my grandchildren. Pray for me, oh God. As you pray for Peter. 
Pray for me. Pray evil. Pray evil away. Pray evil away from my life. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Father. In Jesus' name, we are praying. Say, Father, I lift up my head. I lift up my hands unto you. On behalf of my family, on behalf of my wife, on behalf of my children, on behalf of my grandchildren, I lift them up this morning. I lift up their destiny. As you pray for Peter, oh Lord, pray for me. Pray blessing upon my life. Father, pray your blessing upon my life. Pray evil away from my life. Pray your blessing. Pray your destiny fulfillment. Pray for me, oh God. Pray for my children. Pray evil away from me. Divinely intervene. Pray for me. My Father, my God, pray for my children. Ah, ah, pray for me. Pray for me. Oh Lord, pray for me. When you pray for me, it will be well with me. As you pray for Peter, as you pray for Peter, pray for my grandchildren, pray for my wife, pray for my children, pray for my destiny, pray for my family, pray for my church, pray evil away from me, pray blessings upon my life. Oh Lord God! Oh Lord! Thank you so much, Father. Oh. In Jesus' wonderful name, we are praying. It was one inch. I don't have time to give it to you, but read it. Job chapter 1, verse 6 to 12. God gave the devil one inch, and the devil take extra miles. You are going to lift up your voice. All that God said is, go and deal with him, but don't kill him. And the devil didn't spear Job. He destroyed Job until there was nothing left in Job. The Bible says one day, I think verse 20. Can I have verse 20 of Job chapter 1? Quickly, verse 20. Quickly, quickly, verse 20. Give me verse 20. Verse 19. Verse 19. And behold, there came a great wind. A great wind from the wilderness and smote four corners of the house and it fell upon the young men and they are dead. Only I, I am the only one that escaped. At that time, all the seven children, the seven sons and the three daughters of Job, they were dead. And everything that Job had, the devil destroyed Job. And so you are going to lift up your voice of God say, Father, don't permit the devil to have an itch over my life. Open your mouth and pray. That is your prayer. Father, don't permit the devil to have an itch over my life. If you like, pray. If you like, don't pray. Don't permit the devil, oh Lord, to have an itch over my family, over my children. Father, don't permit the devil to have an itch, to have a second over my life. Don't permit the devil to have an itch, to have a second over my life. Don't permit the devil to have an itch, to have a second over my life. Thank you so much, Father. Don't permit the devil to have an itch. To have an itch. To have an itch. Don't permit the devil to have an itch over my life. Thank you so much, Father. 
For in Jesus' name, we are praying. By the sources of, of Paul, because of the sources of Paul, revelation, the Bible says, Paul said, a tongue was given in my flesh. An agent of the devil was given to me in my flesh to buffet me. You will see that in 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7. 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 7. The Bible says, an agent of the devil was given to torment Saul, to give him, to keep him under perpetual grace. Lift up your voice unto the, unto the most high God. Say, Father, I don't want anything a thorn in my flesh. I don't want a thorn in my flesh. Father, don't allow a thorn in my flesh. Don't permit the devil to... Now, in Jesus' name, we are praying. Sickness can be a thorn in your flesh. Poverty can be a thorn in your flesh. Joblessness can be a thorn in your flesh. And Job's, and, and Paul said, look at verse 7. Unless I should be exalted above measure through the abundance of the revelation of the blessing that was given to me, a thorn in my flesh, the messenger of Satan. I don't want the messenger of Satan to buffet me. The messenger of Satan is sickness. Lift up your voice to God and say, Father, I don't want the messenger of Satan in my life. Open your mouth and pray. I don't want the messenger of Satan in my life. Hey, hey, Gadura. Hey, Gadura. I don't want the messenger of Satan in my life. In my flesh. I don't want sickness. I don't want headache. I don't want poverty. I don't want failure. I don't want the messenger of Satan. Thank you so much, Father. For in Jesus' wonderful name, we are prayed. Lift up your voice and God say, Father, frustrate, reject, and cancel all satanic plans to afflict my business, my income, and my finance, and my prosperity. Frustrate, cancel, reject all satanic plans to afflict my income, my finance, my business, in the name of Jesus. Open your mouth and pray. Oh Lord my God, reject, frustrate, cancel all satanic plan to destroy the works of my hand, to afflict my business. Somebody can orchestrate your job. They want to sack you in your office. That is the orchestration of the devil. I'm asking you to pray that you don't lose your job. Every plan of the devil to make you to lose your job. Frustrate it. Cancel it. Every plan of the devil to make you lose your job, to make you lose your income, to make you lose your finance, to make you lose your prosperity. Cancel it. Frustrate it. Reject it. Destroy it. Oh Lord, every plan of the enemy to asflit my income, my prosperity, my finance, my progress, my promotion, my status. Father, frustrate it, destroy it, cancel it, and on God, don't permit it in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you so much, Father. 
In Jesus' name, we are praying. Lift up your voice and say, Father. Say, Father. Every plan of the devil to corrupt my life and pollute my destiny. Father, cancel it in Jesus' name. Open your mouth and pray. Father, nullify. Prayer number 15 is where we are. Every plan of the devil to corrupt, to pollute my life. Father, destroy it. Cancel it in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you so much, Father. In Jesus' name, we are praying. Say, Father, because you pray for Peter. Prayer number 16. Because you pray for Peter. Peter fulfilled destiny. Say, I will fulfill my destiny. Open your mouth and pray. Father, as you pray for me today, I will fulfill my destiny. Because you pray for Peter, Peter fulfill his destiny. Father, let me fulfill my destiny. 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 In the name of Jesus, open your mouth and pray. Pray, 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 pray. I will fulfill my destiny. My children, my grandchildren, my wife, my ministry, I will fulfill my destiny. Thank you, Almighty Father, for in Jesus' wonderful name, we are praying. I, I will be talking somewhere very soon about the, about the, New wave of glory. New wave of glory. But let me tell you something right here. I showed you something a moment ago. When the wind blew. The wind that blew against the family of Job, that was not, an, that was not a new wave of glory. It was an ill wind. It was a destructive wind. Lift up your voice to the God. Say, Father, every contrary wind that is not a new wave of glory, Every contrary wind, every destructive wind, every wind of destruction over my life, against my family, let it come to a standstill. Father, let it come to a standstill. Let the wind not blow. The destructive wind, the wind of destruction, let the ill wind of destruction, the negative wind, let it not blow against my family. Let it not blow against my life. Father, put an end to every ill wind. Every destructive way that can cause me havoc in the name of Jesus. Put a permanent star against every wind, contrary to your wind over my life. Put an end to it. Put an end to it. Put an end to it. Thank you so much, Father. In Jesus' name, we are praying. Say, Father, you are the high God. You are the highly exalted God. You are the most powerful God. Your power is above all. Father, use your power over the power of the enemy to subdue the power of the enemy over my life. Subdue the power of the enemy by your power over my life. Open your mouth and pray. Subdue it. Father, subdue all the power of the enemy against my life by your own power. Subdue it. Father, subdue it. Father, subdue it. Father, subdue it. Thank you, Almighty Father. Glory be to your name. In Jesus' name, we are praying. Say, Father. Say, Father. In the name of Jesus, let the wind blow. The new wave of glory. Let it blow right now. For my restoration. For my progress. For my peace. For my joy. Let the new wave of glory. Let it blow now. 
Open your mouth and pray. Ah, we saw a wind that blew against Job. I want a new wind, not the kind of wind that blew against Job. Let my new wave of glory blow. The wind of restoration, the wind of joy, the wind of fruitfulness, the wind of abundance. Let it blow. 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 Thank you, Almighty Father. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Two prayers in one. Say, Father. Say, Father. Let the ministry of the devil not prosper over my life. The ministry of the devil is to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Let it not prosper. Open your mouth and pray. Father, let the ministry of the devil not prosper over my life. The ministry of the devil is to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Let the ministry of the devil not prosper over my family, over my household. Let it not prosper. Let it not prosper. Let it not prosper. Thank you so much, Father. Blessed be your name. In Jesus' wonderful name, we are praying. Finally, say, Father, I obtain my freedom today. And total deliverance. I obtain my freedom. And total deliverance. Let me be free forever. That is your final prayer. Open your mouth and pray. In my business, now freedom. In my health, freedom. In my family, freedom. I obtain my freedom. Confess it with your mouth. Declare it with your mouth. I obtain my freedom now and forever. I obtain my deliverance. I obtain my freedom against the kingdom of darkness, against the competing factors of the devil. Every plans of the devil, I obtain my freedom, my deliverance. I am free forever. I am free forever. My children are free. My wife is free. My grandchildren are free. My in-laws, my family, everyone free forever. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Almighty Father. For in Jesus' name, we are praying. Just for one minute, your own prayer. Pray, just pray your own prayer. Your own prayer. Whatever prayer you want to pray, I agree with you. Anything they ask for, Father, grant it unto them. That is my prayer. Anything they are asking for now, Father, grant it unto them. That is my own request for them as the pastor over them and those who are watching all over the world. Whatsoever they ask for now, Father, my own prayer request is grant it unto them. Grant their request, oh Lord my God. Grant every of their prayers. Whatsoever they are asking for now, because they have come to you today, Father, grant their request. Grant their request. Father, grant their request. Let their request be granted and let your name be glorified. Thank you, Almighty Father. Grant it beyond their request. Grant it beyond their asking. Grant it beyond their thinking. Do it more abundantly, exceedingly above all, more than what they can ever imagine. Do it for them, O God, for the glory of your name, that they may rejoice in you forever. Thank you, Almighty Father, for in Jesus' wonderful name we have prayed. As we have prayed today, may God answer your prayers. May every competition of the devil over your life come to an end. Every prayer we have prayed together, none of them will fall to the ground. By the reason of our coming together today, that shall be testimonies. We have obtained our freedom and we are free forever. We will live to see testimonies. We will live to give testimonies. The name of God shall be glorified forever. As God prayed for Peter, he will pray for us. 
As God delivered Peter, we are delivered. As God saved Peter, we are saved. We will fulfill our destiny. The enemy will not afflict us anymore. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we will remember this day for the rest of our life. It shall be a day of answer prayers. We will not forget this moment. In the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. Thank you, Almighty Father. Glory be to your name. For in Jesus' wonderful name, we have prayer. Please, let's give our offering. Let's give our offering. Quickly, we have overshot. This is my offering. I've already prepared it before I arrived here. If God has done this much for you, you should know how to give God something big. Something big. Something beyond your normal offering. This is a breakthrough prayer revival program. You must be able to give something to God that is extraordinary to appreciate Him. So please, raise up your offering unto God. Add to what you are given. Please, add something. Whatever you have already given now, add something to it. Just believe me. Add something. Add something. Change that offering. Change it. Change what you have given now. Change it. And add something to it. Challenge God. Ah, ah. Challenge God in faith. And lift up the, the offering unto God. Say, Father, I have obeyed the voice of your servant. To give. Those who are online, this is the account of Join the Money on online. Please, those who are online, can they see the account? Access Bank. The account number is 00582-582-76266. It's very clear on the screen. So you can, trans you can transfer your offering. Hold on. Don't blow anything yet, please. So transfer your offering and give your offering. Heavenly Father, we give in obedience to your word. We have received miracles, signs, and wonders this morning. And in acknowledgement of your power over us that you have stood on our behalf, we give this offering unto you. Accept it, bless it, sanctify it, use it for your glory. And everyone who has given unto you this morning, virtually and in-house, Father, let the work of the devil come to an end over their life, over their destiny, over their finance, over their business, over their employment, in the name of Jesus. Let it be a new day for them. Let it be a new dawn for them. Let them experience breakthrough and breakthrough forevermore. Accept this offering. Use it for your glory. Bless us abundantly in return. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Please, dance forward and come and give your offering. I will exalt you, Lord, for you have lifted me above my enemies. I will exalt you, Lord. You lifted me. I
appreciate the Lord for our Father in the Lord. Let's set forth our hands and pray that God will replenish him. God will continue to anoint him. God will continue to use him for his glory, for greater exploits. Let's pray that his anointing will be renewed every time. Thank you, our Father. As we are praying for our daddy, let it be so. In the name of God the Father, in the name of God the Son, in the name of God the Holy Spirit. Father, please accept us, accept our offerings, use it for your glory. For in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. And the people of God will say, Better put your hands together for the Lord. This is to remind us that we should go out there, invite people for tomorrow's service, and um, we enjoin us to come early so that we will be able to partake of the showers of blessing. Showers of blessing is a time of torrential Sunday morning prayer. If you miss that session of prayer, you have missed a vital part of the service. May the Lord bless you as you come in Jesus' name. Shall we rise up as we share the grace in fellowship? May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely his goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. By the grace of God, you will be here next month. And you will share your testimony. Shalom. The Lord bless you.